I want you all to 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 be discouraged when reading the introduction because it's uh it's a lot of big words, a lot of words you gotta look up and all that stuff, but it gets it gets easier uh after that. So uh that's why I have to take two weeks to really break down some things that um that we haven't really heard of, like Christ Christology, and mm-hmm. talk about the Nicene Creed and the uh, Chalcedon Creed, uh, Creed, and all that stuff, because this is written on a PhD level. This is a PhD book, so so. Um, but uh, there's nothing too hard that we can, you know, that we can learn and things like that. So uh, I just gotta uh, systematically and methodically, you know, teach it or whatnot. But it's it's a it's a great lesson. It's a great learn. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. All right. So let's go ahead. Any questions from last week before I hop into the, to the, uh, new, well, continuing on Christology, any questions? We're good. Okay. Um, I forgot that I did not drop the new lesson in the Dropbox. I just thought about it. Hold on, you guys. I'm so sorry. Uh, let me do that right now. Drop, huh? Let me see here. Even though it's the same slides, but I added a few slides. Um, so yeah, you definitely need the, the revised uh, copy of this. Let's see here. Give me one second about to drop it into the drop box here. See here. Um, Wait a minute, I don't I don't know. Are you putting <clears throat> it somewhere else? Um, no, I'm putting it in a Dropbox. I'm put it in. Um, let's see, class two. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna put it in there. I'm about to drop it in there right now. Let's see here. Okay, so I just dropped it in. Um, you should be able to to see it probably like in a few seconds on your end. Um, let's see here. Okay. Okay, so I dropped the lesson in the Dropbox for you all, um, the slides. And so let's go ahead and jump. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm sorry. <laughs> I totally, I forgot. I just thought about it like, oh, shoot. I forgot. And I checked my job. I should be checking the Dropbox faithfully. Like, it's not in there. <laughs> I know. And I was doing last minute revisions this morning. And to make sure that I had all the information on the, on the slides that I wanted to teach. But I was, I was literally to the last second of... Um, Okay, I can go back and look at it. 
Okay. Yes. Thank you. So it's in there. All righty. So let's go ahead and get started. A um, few housekeeping rules. Make sure your phone is on or your device is on mute. Um, so we don't pick up any background um, noise. Let's see here. Hold on. No. Um, is that on the, um, Lala? Right. Let's. Lala? Uh, well, I don't know who Danielle is because Ramona is showing up on, you know, as. So. Okay. I'm still here, right? Because it looks as I've been booted out. I hope I'm not booted out. Can you guys see my second screen? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. <coughs> All right. Here we go. It's been giving me issues. Uh, Zoom's giving me issues all morning. Um, kept locking me out for some reason. Okay. All right. So um, last week we kind of just went over, um, you know, looking at the genre of um, New Testament and looked at the course objectives and learned about the liter literary analysis of the gospel. And we started a little bit with Christ, uh, Christology, but I'm going to just kind of review it a little bit. And then we're going to jump into the, the, the place that we, um, that we uh, stopped at. Um, okay. So um, in this portion here, we're going to learn more about how the church formed uh, Christological doctrine from patristic to reformation to modern periods of, of, of church history. So patristic, uh, patristic uh, period is from 200, uh, 200 to 400 uh, AD. And so, mm, I don't have that chart. Uh, so it's a, it's a, during different time periods that have different names. So the, the, the part that we're going to look at is the patristic, um, and then we're going to hop to the Reformation, uh, which is about 1500, um, about 1500s, in the 1500s. Um, so the, the period that the disciples live in, that the apostles live in, um, when, when um, the beginning, beginning of the gospel was being preached and taught uh, by the apostles is called the apostolic period. And so that happened, that period is from 30 to 100 AD, okay? And then from 100 to 200 is the early church fathers. Now, the reason why they're called the early church fathers is because they were the uh, successors after the apostles. So they were the disciples to the apostles. <laughs> so uh, they, they called them the early church fathers. And then after the early church father is the patristic. And that's when we get into about uh, 200, uh, yeah, 200 to about uh, 200 to about 750, I believe. 200 to 750 uh, AD is the patristic period, okay? And so we're going to kind of look at their belief system um, when it comes to the gospel. We already went over a few of that um, last week, but we're going to kind of review it just a little bit here to refresh your memory here, okay? So we talked about this scripture here, Luke 1, 1 through 4, how Luke um, uh, decided to give an orderly account about the person of Jesus Christ, about who he was and what he did. Um, he uh, interviewed a, lo a lot of eyewitnesses because we know that Luke was not there in the beginning um, with Jesus. And so he had to basically interview a lot of, a lot of people who were with Jesus or knew Jesus um, to get an orderly account, okay? Um, 
And so here, Christology, this is on page nine of your book, um, is the systematic doctrine or teaching concerning the person of Jesus Christ, okay? So that is, that is just a simple definition, okay? Uh, <laughs> the first sentence is a simple definition. Uh, systematic doctrine or teaching uh, concerning the person of Jesus Christ. And so this was a big debate, even in the apostolic period, um, it's about 20 years after Jesus left the earth. This was a big debate um, amongst the, the people of God. And so, um, and amongst the Jew, actually the, Jew, the Jews. Um, and so we talked about um, various groups that had different belief systems when it comes to the gospel. And we're gonna um, kind of review that in a minute. And so, um, and so because of what they believed, it was trickling into the church. And Paul, he really got on the, um, on the, the various churches, like the, the Galatian church and the Corinthian church, and really, um, and, and really got on their case. Um, and and for, in Galatians chapter one, verse, verse, uh, verse six, it says, I am amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who you call um, by the grace of Christ for a different gospel, okay? Um, so at that time, there was already a big debate, like I said, about who Jesus was. And that debate is honestly still going on today, um, which is really, and, and, and it continues in verse seven says, which is really not another, only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, he is to be accursed. He is to be uh, cursed. He is to be damned to hell. Okay. So as we said before, and so I say now, if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what we, we received, he is to be accursed. So Paul was um, getting on their case about listening to other gospels that, that, um, that went against the gospel that, that has already been preached. Okay. And so um, some things that they were questioning is some of the subtopic, some subtopics here that are in this slide. So uh, we talked about um, his preexistence, eternality, um, about how he fulfilled Old Testament prophecies, um, incarnation, divinity, humanity, death, and resurrection. So we have to remember when we, um, these are essential matters uh, when it comes to the gospel, and we have to be able to know uh, how Jesus is eternal. How did Jesus fulfill Old Testament prophecies? How um, he is considered the incarnate, incarnate uh, Jesus and things like that. We have to be able to answer those things so we're able to give a defense and so that we're able to uh, to be sure about our faith as well, okay? Um, so almost- Elder, um, excuse me. Um, yep, yep. We saw your screen a couple of minutes ago when you asked us, but we don't see- you don't a presentation see, now. You don't see it? Oh. Mm -mm. Okay. I can see it. I, I see the presentation. I I see see it. the presentation? Oh, okay. Yes. Christology yes. of death. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was I was ner <laughs> nervous. <Okay. laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh that I'm not sure on on why you can't see it. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, are you logged into your own account? Um, yes, because I'm on my phone, which, you know, is always a little questionable for me. But um, 
I see you, but I don't see a presentation. Maybe I just need to keep swiping or something. Yeah, maybe you, yeah, swipe. Yeah, just swipe. Maybe you would just see the, the presentation. Okay. Um, to make sure, because I was uh, in a flow, and now, now I don't remember where I was at. Okay. Sorry. Uh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, let's see here. Um, Okay, I was reading the, the rest of the slide. Okay, um, so almost from the beginning of the church age, or back to the slide, a fierce debate began about the person of Jesus Christ. In fact, the person of Jesus Christ is the essential element of what we, the church, believe to be the gospel of Jesus Christ. So scripture confirms this position through the writings of both Pauline and the general epistles, okay? So we have to uh, understand that there, there are some essential facts about the gospel that we must understand in order to, uh, in order to understand Christology, okay? Um, and so one question now in this TLC, I'm going to be asking um, some tough questions. <laughs> so uh, I, want you, I want you to all be prepared for that. And uh, so the first question that I'm going to ask is, how do you become saved? And what do I have to believe in? So say you were witnessing to somebody and what would you say to them in order to walk them through salvation? Um, you have to believe that Jesus is the son of God and he was raised from the dead. Okay. Um, do you have a scripture for me? Yeah. Let me get it. Romans 10, 9 and 10. Romans 10, 9 and 10. Yes, that is a, a good scripture. Um, what does it say? Um, oh, shoot. Uh, my mind just went blank. Uh <laughs> uh, but you must first believe in your heart that the Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, has been raised from the dead. Uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, my mind blank. Yes, you believe in your heart that uh, Jesus was raised from the dead. You then confess with your mouth. Saved. Yes, confess with your mouth, and that you then, will be saved. Yeah. Yes. Okay. What else? So that's what you that's what you would tell him. Like walk walk him through. Walk, walk. <laughs> ask ask him to be your Lord and Savior and to come into your heart and your life. Okay. You have to also make sure that you're letting them know are they in their belief? Do they believe that he is the Son mm -hmm. of God? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 And and that they're repenting from their sins. Mm -hmm. So. So when we walk people through we usually just say all of that like you believe in your heart that jesus is the son of god you believe that he's been raised from the dead the bible tells us that if you believe these things you can't you will be saved okay okay i'll just make sure that <laughs> that we know ask if they are willing to accept him perhaps mm -hmm. maybe that would be my first question all right okay if you are willing to accept him okay Lord and Savior jesus christ Teacher, I thought that was loaded, so I wasn't getting in that water. <laughs> Even though it sounds like a simple question, but it's very loaded. She was trying to trick us. 
No, no, absolutely, absolutely. I want you all to to really think about this because if we if we're claiming to be preachers of the gospel, mm-hmm. we gotta know the gospel. We gotta at least uh, know how to walk people through the steps of salvation because preaching is what the power of God unto salvation. So I just needed to make sure that wasn't some hidden book somewhere that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just a simple <laughs> mother. <laughs> I mean, I'm flowing with the teacher. I know she come. Mm, it seems simple. Like, what did I miss along the way? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want you all to be secure and uh and walking somebody through, you know, the steps of salvation and things like that. And to be secure, um, you know, in your wording as well. Um, and so it's important to definitely keep Romans 10, 9 and 10 um, in, your, in your mind and um, to walk them through. So when they're, when they're first believing, though, they don't have to believe in the deep knowledge about Jesus Christ. That comes later. And so all we need to understand is that, you know, Jesus came and he died and he rose again for my sins, you know, things like that. In order, uh, in order for them to believe, <clears throat> for them to be saved. So that's the first step, is just to get them saved, okay? <laughs> and so I just wanted to, to make sure y'all, y'all know that. So ne- another question is, <laughs> another question is, can I lose my salvation? No. No, you cannot. Why? Because it was freely given to you. I need scripture. Got it. Where's that scripture um, where Jesus is saying that no one can be plucked out of my hand? Um, John? That sounds right. (laughs) Girl, I couldn't be telling you something different to throw you off. Yes, 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 yes. John chapter 10, verse 28. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Romans 5, 15. What does that say? It says, but the free gift is not like the transgression, for if by the transgression of the one, the many died, much more did the grace of God and the gift by grace of one man, Jesus Christ, abound to the many. So, but the key is the free gift. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, it was given to us. And so that means like when, what, what uh, Elder Tracy said, it can't, we can't be plucked out of God's hand. Uh, it says, let me read it. It says, uh, my father, which gave them to me, uh, gave, gave whoever be, who belonged to, to uh, God to him. It says, greater than all, and no man who was able to pluck them out of my father's hand. Yes, this is a gift of salvation and no one can take it away, right? Uh, another scripture is uh, in Jude. Uh, it says, now unto him who was able to keep you from falling. That is a justification uh, mode scripture. Uh, you cannot fall out of God's hand. And so you, can, you cannot lose your salvation. Okay. So don't let nobody persuade you. <laughs> if you mess up or if you sin, uh, that you can lose your salvation. That's not right. That's not scripture. And so now you have scriptures. You got John chapter 10, verse 28. 
You got a scripture that Toya gave, Rom- what was it, Romans 5, 5 and 1, 5 and five, 15. 15. 5 and 15, and then now you have Jude chapter 1, verse 24, okay? So those are some scriptures you want to keep in mind, and look up some more as well. Um, go ahead. I was saying, what about Romans 8? What does it say? Nothing can separate us from the love of God. And Nothing. That's right. The- yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Yes. So there are more scriptures out there. So those are scriptures we want to keep in our forefront because people believe even today that you can lose your salvation if you don't live right. (laughs) We hear hear all the time. And people believe that if you sin, that they can lose their salvation by being around you. (laughs) Yeah, it's some crazy belief systems out there. So this is why it's so important when it comes to salvation um, that we understand the facts and we understand the implications of the gospel, okay? Uh, and when it comes to, uh, you know, why he, he came uh, to, to die. And we have to understand that uh, when he died, it was a finished work and it was, enough, it was the perfect sacrifice, Whereas last week we talked about um, another group, uh, the, the Judaizers, believed that he did die, but they believed that they had to do more to stay saved, to be saved. And so they, they believed that you must be circumcised and still believe in the law. So anything that's added to the gospel is not the gospel. And so we have to be really particular in that manner. We can't let all this little stuff fly. We have to believe in the gospel and what the Bible says, okay? And don't be, don't, let, let us not add little things to it or whatnot, because then it doesn't, it doesn't be, it's not the gospel anymore, okay? All righty, you guys passed that question. test. All right, you guys should, should feel, feel good. Can I ask a question? Sure. Um, since you're talking about uh, losing um, or, you know, can a person lose their salvation? You know how you hear people talk that a person has uh, backslidden. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> is that a part of that so-called losing your salvation? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So it's all basically the same. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I heard that growing up, you know, it's a big yeah. slider. They don't believe anymore and all this stuff. Like, no, no. If you confessed <laughs> that Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe in your heart that he is and that he rose from the dead, then you are saved. What we what we what we mix up is justification and sanctification. That's not really taught in church about sanctif- sanctification. Well, even though we say you must be sanctified, saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, but we never explain what does sanctification mean, okay? Mm-hmm. So there's this, uh, after justification, now justification is taken care of before the foundations of the world, okay? And so God already knows who's going to be saved and who's not going to be saved. That's already decided before the foundation of the world. It's just a matter of timing on when you receive him as Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. as, uh, as your savior and as Lord. So uh, go ahead, Khalil. You got a question? So those people on the, the street with the little signs that say that gay people going to hell? If they've confessed 
that Jesus Christ is Lord, then they're not going to hell. My God. Miss Eva, go ahead. Miss Eva, we can't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm muting myself. <laughs> go ahead. I just wanted to put emphasis on what was said uh, on the condition. It said, if you confess with your mouth, then it says, and, A-N-D is, a, is a, uh, meaning that there is something else to it. It's more than just confessing with your mouth and, which is a, a, a conjunction, believe, yeah. believe with your heart. Mm -hmm. So there is two, there are, there are two things in this statement that has condition to salvation. Mm -hmm. Confess, wait a minute, and believe. So mm -hmm. many, just making sure that when we confess it, that we does not just confess it from head, but we have a depth of belief in our heart and our center person that he is the son of God. He was risen from the dead. He, you know, he is Lord and King. So it's more than just confessing. It's also, there is power in believing. We're not going to, we're not, we're not, we're not, uh, how can I say Holy Spirit? We're not, uh, it's not based on what we do right or what we do wrong. Right. It is, he said, I see the heart of man. Do you believe? That's what you better be sure. Do you believe? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Yep. Yes. And, I, and, and with that, it's just so much. We have put such a, like Mother said, we have put we have put such a major emphasis on um, making this with God conditional, you know. And it's all about your act, you know. Your uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out, somebody. Your uh, how Mother say, help me out, Holy Spirit. Uh, <laughs> Uh, your salvation That's right. talk to him sir talk to him <laughs> your salvation is all about you know it's all about your your <laughs> doing you know what i mean your work outside of your confessing and believing it's all about well did you raise your hand three times at the right time did you do this at the you know it's all, and i think you just said that was the whole i think we we're converting back to the whole Judaism thing you know it's like okay we believe what christ did but you still got to go back and follow the law in order to be saved. Um, and it's, I, and, and back to my, even my aunt's point, oftentimes when she was talking about backsliders, oftentimes we consider people backsliding if they don't believe in, in the traditions of men. So like, I believe that people consider us in some ways as what we are learning and teaching that we are actually in a backslidden state because we don't believe what their organization told us we needed to believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So I have a question. Sure. Um, like Hebrews six, four and six. So what is this really saying? Um, when it says, um, Sorry. So it says, um, and this we will do if God permits, for in the case of those who have once been enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have been made partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come and then have fallen away, it is impossible to renew them again to repentance. Since they, since they again crucified to themselves the Son of God and put him to open shame. 
Okay, I'm gonna have to read the whole chapter in order to uh, understand. Yeah, what's going on. yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to uh, read the whole chap chapter here. Uh, Figure out what what she said was Hebrews four Hebrews six. Yeah, like we got to do a little background on that right there. Yeah, we have to understand <laughs> what is about. So I'll I'll bring them for the next class, I guess. Yeah, we have to understand what the what the author is, is talking about here. Yeah, definitely um, look through. I'm gonna look at it too, but definitely look at the whole chapter um, mm -hmm. here to see what he what he's talking about. Okay, mm -hmm. Camille, you also said um, you were talking about um, the Ju I think it was the um, the um, Judaizers. I think you uh -huh. were talking about uh -huh. when they had um, they believed that um, that Christ died, um, but they also believed in order to be saved, they had to continue to you know, to be able to, to do the law mm -hmm. and thing, but, <clears throat> um, and you said that, you know, you can't add anything to, to the process of salvation that's already been written. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, what is it? Um, Revelation 22 and 18 talk about <laughs> our, wait a minute. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you're bringing the scriptures. Go ahead. Now, adding um adding any words to the book mm -hmm. not adding anything you know or you will be cursed mm -hmm. you know, so is that is that still applicable to what you're talking about this in this instance um somewhat because the where where they got it from is that when when god gave uh the law to them and they had uh, actually no before the law um, when, when they were, uh, coming out of Egypt and going to, to Mount Sinai, that whole process there, there were unbelievers that, uh, not unbelievers, but there were, um, Gentiles. So those who weren't of the Jewish nationality came with them and, and God instructed them in Exodus, you know, if they come with you, you, they must be circumcised. So that's where they kind of got it from. Like if Gentiles are coming in and being saved and all that stuff, then they must be circumcised according to the law. So here they were still, we have to understand that they were still holding on to the law. Even after, even after uh, Pentecost, even after uh, the church has been established, they were still holding on to the law. And so that's, that's where they got it from. They got it from, 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 from their law. So then if they got it from the law, then the scripture that I gave, who is, is that talking to us today no, now? No, no, that's, that's not talking to us. Uh, in, in <coughs> Revelations uh, 22, uh, no, oh, shoot. What, what verse are you reading from? So I can let you know. I'm reading from, from 18 on. 18. It's like the last four or five scriptures of the bible while she's doing that um donella i think that is i'm trying to figure out i don't remember uh if you are listening could you let us see who you are we're just trying to figure out who you are i know Don that i invited her she's a youth minister oh okay child you got to let us know I, I believe I met you before too through um, Sunny. Ah, okay, okay. 
All right, well, it's nice to meet you and see you and stuff like that. We was trying to figure you out. Like, who is that? The Patricia, she greeted me when I first came on. She was figuring it out, too. <laughs> okay, awesome, awesome. Okay. Thank okay. you. Because we're good for kicking folks out. We Listen, <laughs> we be talking through some stuff. Don't you kick know? me out. Don't kick me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pastor, I had texted you. I guess you didn't get the text. Okay. <laughs> so uh, let's go back to, to Lindsay's question here about Revelation. So Revelation uh, is talking about written in this book of Revelation. Because we have to remember, John is writing this letter. And during the time of Revelation, the Bible was not complete. And he's saying anybody that will add to what I'm writing, it's just like the same sentiment as Paul said, if anybody adds to this gospel, if anybody adds to what I'm writing, let him be cursed. So he's talking about this, this uh, account, this Revelation account that he this was given. Yeah, yeah just this, okay. this book. Yeah, because the Bible was, it still wasn't together. By like this was the last book that was written so yeah because you know i think i think a lot of times like when people read that i know i did when people yeah. read take it as oh my god like can't nobody put nothing else in this bible like nothing in there you know mm -hmm. can't, can't put nothing in there or we'll be cursed or whatever um but okay i got it cool yeah. yep 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 but you see how that simple understanding of knowing what John, who John, what John was really saying mm -hmm. will flip everything so that we'll stop cursing people going, oh my God, you cursed. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. just that simple understanding of knowing that John was talking about at that moment, he was talking about specifically revelation, would just shift your paradigm so that we could stop becoming what we say other people, you know, because we've all heard that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and this is challenging me not to take, you know, because we'll just quote a scripture, say it's in the Bible, but it's like, is that what it really means? So that's, right. yeah, that's good. There's two difference of what it says versus what it means. What it means. Yeah. And so that's, that's what we're learning here. So that's why I'm taking this approach uh, with the gospel and things like that. So I'm, I'm grateful for the questions that you all are asking so we can uh, bring some clarity um, to you all. So yeah, definitely. That's good. Thank you, um, Lindsay, for that one. Um, so let's get back to the slides here. So um, yeah, I kind of went over this. Yep, yep, yep. Bring it. Yes, ma'am. Um, so in Galatians 5, when it talks about the um, lusting after the flesh, um, and it talks about the works of the flesh, and then 5 and 21, at the end of that scripture, um, it says, they that do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Uh, um, mm -hmm. Is there a difference between, I know there's a difference between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven, but from the, basically just saying, because 